what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. How are you? Good, good. We love you. The studio audience loves you. Everybody's just roaring this morning. It's great to. I know they were especially noisy this morning. That's crazy studio audience. (laughs) It it is. Well, people are just all about economics. They want to know about inflation. And they're super into PhDs and things like that now. Like This is like the golden era to be you. I mean, for such a time as this, right? (laughs) There you go. Seriously, I don't know what else to say. It's like God placed me here during this time. So you maximizing the moment. Oh, man. Okay, so it's interesting. I was just in North Dakota this weekend, an event with Wanda Alger. Had such an incredible time. Met a lot of flyover family members. But in a lot of the conversations, you came up and uh, your team and people were so thankful for what you're doing. Of course, like I say, I say it every time, every time that we go somewhere, um, that is always a name that comes up is Dr. Doctor and his team. And so I just wanted to let you all know people in North Dakota love you and they're very thankful. For a lot of guys. people that watch the show on, on uh, mm-hmm. Beck TV as well. So, yeah. so that's, you might've found your wheelhouse. If you ever want to relocate, leave Colorado, you're like, Hey, where would I, you'd be well, really well received in North Dakota and Minnesota. So there was many uh, gals from Minnesota there and, uh, had some people from Minnesota mentioning it it's as good. well. Got to know your market. Well, that's where I was born was in Minnesota. So those are, those are, there my you peeps. go. Those are your yeah. peeps. Yep. That's my peeps. My family still runs around central Minnesota. Like they own the place. Well, they, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, as we were talking today, you were kind of telling us about a timeline of things that have happened, talking about where we are. I would love for you to share that with the flyover family. Cause I think it's really important to understand where are we? And then what, what do you see it going towards on this timeline? Yeah. So, you know, it's so important that we go over the timeline because it shows the acceleration of things, right? So mm-hmm. everything for all of the, the longtime flyover listeners, every single one of these pieces we've talked about in kind of a shotgun fashion here and there, right, as they, they came up. But, you know, for, for millennia, we've been talking about these days right now, mm-hmm. right? Because so, Revelate, I mean, if we're going to talk about a timeline, we'll, we'll go back to the beginning. Right. Yeah. So, so Revelation 13, 16 through 19, it says it, you know, does so it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which was the name of the beast, the number of his name. Right. So, so the key point here is they could not buy or sell. Unless mm-hmm. they had something, right? The, this mark. So this is where we start talking about. So this was done, you know what? A couple thousand years ago, right? So, mm-hmm. so now we go into the timeline of central bank digital currency. Well, I'm sure as John the Revelator was like going over this, like, what in the world? How could what people couldn't buy or sell? It's like it probably made absolutely zero sense. Could you imagine some of the old prophetic words that some of these prophets as they're talking about things that? only makes sense in a digital world what right. those people were probably thinking it's like yeah people are going to think i'm absolutely crazy for writing this down people think i'm absolutely crazy for saying some of the stuff that we say right yep. so yep. so times change but people don't right so nope. so here's a timeline of the central bank digital currency so we go back to you know so 2000 years 
this stuff was kind of in motion. Mm -hmm. But just over the last three and a half to four was when it really started to kick in, right? So so the Federal Reserve docket OP1670 that we talked about um, weeks ago, August 9th, 2019 is when that came in. And what did, what was the key point of that? Basically, it was the Federal Reserve and the Federal Register had this administrative ruling saying, we are going to release on the world a FedNow app, mm-hmm. right? So this is when it started, was in mm-hmm. 2019. Well, then comments to this docket by, by different economists and so forth um, and Federal Reserve Board of Governors, basically they talked about what money is and what they needed to redefine it as, right? So, so a money cur- currency is a unit of account. It has a common measure of value that's used for, for goods and services. So it's a unit of exchange. It's a store of value, right? So you have a $5 bill, $10 bill, $20 bill, whatever. It has a unit of exchange that you trade with people to buy or sell. And you're hoping that down the road, it's still going to be worth something. It's a store of value. Mm-hmm. Inflation erodes that store of value, right? Which is why we have a problem. But then in that that those comments on this federal docket, they made a, a, a change. Say like, there's a fourth function of money, which is a means of social control, right? Which brings us to where we are today. I remember when we went through that document, uh, producer Colton pulled that up. And I think the word control was on every single Mm -hmm. page of the entire uh, uh, document. Like every, every page had the word control in it. Yep. It's, it's in there often. And you can type in other words, kind of like control and they start showing up too. It's like, man, this whole thing's about control, right? Um, Not about fixing something. It's about controlling the people. So, so that was August 9th of 2019. Put that as in the check mark. That's when kind of all this stuff sort of started, right? So then March 9th of 22, Executive Order 14067, I think as Biden was starting to get pressure from the globalists and the banking institutions saying, hey, we've got this FedNow app that we want to do. We've got this concept, central bank digital currency. He passed an executive order on March 9th of 2022 called Ensuring Responsible Development of Digital Assets. That's when he said, we're going to go for central bank digital currency in America, Mm -hmm. right? So that's when it became a thing in the United States. Well, then two weeks later, three weeks later, March 29th of 2022, when Dr. Pippa Malmgren at the World Government Summit in Abu Dhabi explained what central bank digital currencies were going to have at their core, which is programmable money, right? Programmable money, meaning when it's tied to your digital social profile, that you can cut you off from buying or selling if your digital social profile, social credit score, ESG doesn't match up with how they want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. So so that was the first time programmable money really came into the limelight. Then March 6th of 2023, I'm sorry, I skipped a date, September 12th of yeah. 2022, the United Nations had a, a resolution called A slash RES slash 76-307. So what was that? So basically that just established the end timeline, right, of, of something that they were going to have in 2024 called what we talked about last week or the week before, which was the UN Pact for the Future, mm-hmm. right? So so they said back in 2022, okay, Exactly. Two years from now, well, two years and three days, 
um, we're going to have this, this symposium, this pact for the future where we are going to unveil on the whole world everything that we've been working on in its finality, right? So, so that was September 12th of 2022. March 6th of 2023, Bank of International Settlements, which has been around since 1930. Most people don't realize that. Well, the Bank for International Settlements is meant as communication mechanism for central banks around the world to try to stabilize money, to try to make their jobs easier. So everyone's in cahoots with each other all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's their that's their goal. So, uh, but now there it's actually owned by sixty three central banks. Mm. So, do you think if they're getting directives that it's a, an unbiased position? No, no. Their way. bosses, right. which are sixty three central banks, are telling them exactly what to do. Right. Yep. So, so March sixth of twenty twenty three, Project Icebreaker, basically replacing the SWIFT system with a new wiring mechanism from bank to bank that has only one goal. And that is to cut people off from banks, not sending a wire. If the ideology doesn't match up with theirs. So if the use of the funds doesn't meet their checkbox of approval, well, then they can stop the bank wire from happening. Mm -hmm. Then May 31st of 2023 bank of international settlements, again, project Aurora, which is real-time transaction monitoring of every person, of every company, and every bank, and every country. Okay, that's pretty much everybody that has a bank account around the world, right? right? So so here's where you're adding all this garbage up. You've got real-time monitoring to match up with Project Icebreaker to see if your ideology matches up, if they even should send a wire back and forth, which attaches to the World Economic Forum and Dr. Pippa Momgren that says programmable money is a pretty sweet thing, because we can stop people from buying or selling if we don't like them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. All all blended into 110 central banks around the world now looking for central bank digital currency to be their new money mechanism. And Biden basically penned this into existence in 2022 with that executive order, right? So now, June 20th of this year, of you know, this was not too long ago, right? This is where things are going in super speed motion, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, blueprint for the future monetary system, improving the old, enabling the new. This is where the whole concept of a unified ledger came out, which is basically tokenization of a digital asset. Tokenization means bringing all of your assets, real estate, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, gold, silver, you know, if it's in these digital formats or real estate, because real estate, you have um it's it's a it's a tangible asset like gold or silver but it's not private see this is why private gold and silver is so good in this Mm -hmm. respect because kind of bypasses this whole tokenization process because you own it there's no really record of it see you own you could own a house free and clear but yet you still have to pay property taxes on it which means it's tied to something And if you Mm -hmm. don't pay your property taxes, your house could go away in a tax lien sale, right? So it's like, even when you own it, you don't own Mm -hmm. it here in America. It's wild. So so here's where they want to tokenize everything. Why? This is different than the tokenization that happens with decentralized cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, which is decentralized. They don't know the source of funds. They don't know the use of funds. They don't know the honor. It's the the owner. It's all just jumbled up, you know. you know, encrypted, right? Mm -hmm. Which is safe. 
that's safer. Now, when the people in the central bank digital currency control the data, now they you you get something that's no longer immutable or or non-programmable. Immutable mm-hmm. means they can't change it. Once a Bitcoin, for example, is made into this, there's no changing it ever, right? So what they want is programmable tokenization, meaning all of your assets, if you add this up to all the other BIS stuff that we talked about, they can cut you off from your own assets that you own Jeez. because your ideology doesn't match up. Sure. I mean, You're this not, is for being non-compliant. Scary. Yeah, for being non-compliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then we have June 27th to 29th. The, I mean, this is just a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. The 14th annual meeting of the new champions in Tianjin, China, Cornell University professor Eswar Prasad, and we covered this, mm-hmm. shared his thoughts on their ideology. It's like they're bragging about programmable money, how we could cut off drug sales. We could cut off pornography sales. We could cut off ammunition sales. It's like, what? Why would you put ammunition in with those two horrible things, right? right? right. Because they want a disarmed global mm-hmm. populace because they know what happens when you start to separate people from their money. Yep. Then, they want it to be like Australia. You know, like when Australia, yep. when they went to go mask them up and all of that, I mean, they, how do you fight back? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you can't, right? Mm-hmm. This is why this is why our founding fathers put in the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't to protect people necessarily against other people. It's protect people against an overzealous government, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they had just came from an overzealous government. Right? <laughs> they, yeah. they freed themselves from this religious freedom, right? Mm-hmm. So, to, so, so here's where now just over the last two weeks, the report came out that was actually back in March from the United Nations, where the 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 Secretary General of the UN started talking about, oh, we need emergency authority um, under these certain conditions, future pandemic risk, global digital connectivity disruption, major events in outer space, unforeseen risks to apply to all the stakeholders of the world, which are academics, governments, private sector actors, and international financial institutions. And oh, by the way, um, this would have a time element on it, right? It can be a finite thing. But if we determine that these emergency powers need to go on forever. It can go on indefinitely, right? So, yeah. so the notes just came out on that. Now, what moves forward? The stuff that we haven't seen yet mm-hmm. goes back to that UN resolution from, from September of 2022. September 15th of 2024, global biometric ID tied to all bank accounts. This is from the United Nations. So some kind of an ID, whether it's a passport, international driver's license, whatever, we, we become global citizens to them and our bank accounts are tied to wherever we travel, whatever we do, whoever we are, right? Then what's weird is a week after that, September 22nd to the 24th is when they announced in that directive in 2022 that we are going to have this meeting. The date's already been set. The UN Pact for the Future, where they're going to share with the whole world what the new world is going to look like under their control where we've lost all of our privacy, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what's coming. And what's for us to think that those won't come because everything else that they've been working on Mm -hmm. actually has been coming, right? So this is their goal. Now, they've got a hard hurdle to to jump here because God's not on the side of anti-freedom. Nope. God's on the side of pro-freedom, of, mm-hmm. of our personal freedom, our religious freedom, our ability to choose, right? 
This is the nature of our God. It's like we have the choice to sin Amen. or to not sin. We have the choice to accept Jesus or reject him. We have the choice to take this mark or not mm-hmm. take the mark, right? So so he doesn't like, God does not like all these things where we don't have a choice, right? So this is the hurdle that they have to overcome. And already we're seeing states opposing mm-hmm. these ideas having a gold-backed yeah. currency, gold-backed state chartered bank, right? We've we've got now um, the U.S., though, being kicked out of the driver's seat with as the world's reserve currency. This is going to be, I'm telling you what, especially during an election year, mm-hmm. probably the wildest 16 months economically and politically that I think this country may have ever experienced yeah. yep. coming up. Most turmoil and, and unrest and lack of trust. Yep. And if people don't think this is possible, why, why, why would they want to do that? Even just forget like anything nefarious, the, the world economic forum, Klaus Schwab kind of characters, just, just from a standpoint of if, if I have $50 and I get my haircut and I give him $50 and the barber then takes that $50 and he buys, you know, some at the farmer's market and the farmer's market guys take that 50, like at the end of the day, the last person still has $50. Yep. Well, in this transaction, every every time there's any exchange, not only do they know about it, but it's taxed, mm-hmm. and it's and it, there's a there's a transaction fee, you know, it's a credit card basically transaction fee. Like there's there's ways to make money on every time money moves hands, mm-hmm. no matter what. Not just paying taxes to the IRS at the end, but every transaction in the entire process. It's a, it's a way for them to get ahead in a banking system that's antiquated and is going under, and they're broke. I mean, even if nothing else, just for just for financial greed, you know, they'd be motivated to do this. Right. So like we we, we have to realize there is a motive for those things to happen. And they've been calling their shot all along. Yeah, all along. Mm-hmm. So this has been in motion for a long, long time. And in fact, God knew, mm-hmm. right? Or else he wouldn't have told John to write about it in Revelation yep. 2000 plus years ago, right? So so this is all, but everything that we just talked about hasn't taken centuries or decades Mm-mm. to accomplish, right? We're talking everything that we just went over on this show started in 2019. I mean, this is how fast these yep. these times are accelerating. It seems like time is speeding mm-hmm. up. And I love what you had to say there at the beginning with Revelation when you're reading it that that is like, okay, that's the agenda, but that doesn't mean that's the only way that we can do it. We don't have to fall in that system. We can say, nope, I'm not going to do that. And you have options for us when it comes to that. Yeah, options. So this is where gold and silver get out of the system, allocate into tangible assets that you can take delivery of. And again, I've said it before, but you're not a digital slave in their digitally created world, right? Mm-hmm. And it gives you options. It gives you options to not just survive, but truly to thrive. What most people don't realize, since we aired last week, silver's up literally like over 8%. Wow. In a week, right? I mean, we we went up a couple of bucks last week alone. And silver started at $23 an ounce, right? It's like, this is amazing, Yep. right? So as things start to unravel, Gold and silver starting to take off. Gold's going up too. I'm not saying that gold's not mm-hmm. going up. It's going up too, but silver's just doing much better. And actually in a barter world, gold doesn't do you much good because it's too expensive. Right. Right. So so that's why we really like silver. It's a hedge against inflation. 
it might be your way of financial freedom in a world where people don't want our currency anymore. Mm -hmm. Man, that's so good. So if you're listening to this thinking, man, okay, what do I do next? Well, the next step would be to go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page, great information there. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, um, then someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of, a hold of you to set up a yeah. free consultation. It doesn't cost any money whatsoever. Answer your questions. Uh, make sure that you understand everything that's going on. And then you can make a decision from there. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Don't wait. Do it, do it right away. I guarantee you, we have, we've been very happy and, and very thankful. Yeah, for keep the in mind, you're, you're just gathering information. I, I would suggest do this. Maybe, you know, call a couple of other places, find out what is the best thing for you. Find out what are the commissions when you go to sell it. You know, what, what are you buying bullion? Is this an actual thing? Are you buying, you know, collectible stories? Like, like get the information, make a wise choice because then you have the ability, to like exhale. Yeah. Oh, and, and things are good. It's not a timeshare kind of pitch. They're just giving information so that you can choose what's the best thing for you. And uh, we just determine, hey, we're going to do a percentage every month and just kind of like forget about it. And this is what we're doing because we're trying to make wise choices. You'll choose what's the best framework for your financial future. That's right. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Flyover family, join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com.